The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness. I'm one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... you Hunter. What's up, you candy-giving bitches? Yeah, I mean, candy-giving, candy-stealing, candy-smashing. So, all right, who willingly wants to take candy from a fucked-up-looking clown? I don't know, man. Sometimes you just... You, you're in that... No. You're in that sugar rush, man. You're no. like, fuck it. I know this looks dangerous, but fuck it. Might as well. Never. No. Yeah. No, I, I honestly can say that. I never. don't know, man. Never. What about taking from creepy-ass-looking motherfuckers, putting razor blades in that shit? Dude, that shit was fucking rough, bro. Like, that whole scene, I was like, this dude deserves a bloody death. Yep. He deserves to die bloody. I'll say this about horror movies, just in general. Um, the few where they've had the asshole who puts razor blades or fucked up shit in candy or apples or things like that, they usually pay the price by the end of the movies. Except for Halloween too, you never know who put the fucking razor blade in the kid that went to the hospitals. Uh, that scene in Halloween too. That's true. He just opens up his mouth and there's a fucking giant razor blade between his upper fucking lip, <laughs> jaw area. Right, but and I'm his saying tongue. when we see the character go fuck kids and put it in there, they're fucked. They're gonna die. Yeah, they're gonna die. Which and as some, they should. Yeah, then they should. That dude had it laid out, man. He had fucking like. Fucking the little small pumpkins. He was injecting shit. Yeah. Like, dude, it was he more than razor really, blades, dude. He, he was really, like, really hated fucking kids. He he really hated. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. it was terrible. And they were so, the ones that came were so cute. You're like, why? Yeah. Why do you hate kids so much? That's the way it rolls. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so tonight a new movie release. It was actually a 2020 movie that released in festivals, but didn't make it to VOD or hard copy until 2021, thanks to. Yeah. Shit. Fucked up shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the way yeah. of the world right now. Yeah. Um, On the Chopping Block is Bad Candy. It's an anthology series. I say it's one of my favorite uh, uh, formats. I, I fucking love... If you got a short attention span sometimes, these <clears throat> anthologies are fucking great. <laughs> Truth, but also if you want to cram a bunch of awesomeness of different... If you want... If, so, like, especially when it comes to Halloween, if you want to cram in all the tropes and the different styles of horror into one movie... That's the way to do it. Yeah. Because think of, you know, you've got, you can have Supernatural, you've got your slasher, you've got, you've got just your monster. You know, you've got all these different things that you can cram into one movie when it comes to an anthology film. Yeah. And with Halloween, and you want to talk about all things spooky, that makes sense to do an anthology Halloween movie. Yeah. I mean, look at Trick or Treat. Well, that, that's kind of the, I feel like in the past 10 plus years, I guess that's the standard, the high standard is Trick or Treat. Because it's not just an anthology. But it interconnects, it backtracks, it has callbacks. Like, it's not story, break, story, break, story, break. It yeah, literally it's intertwines, intertwines. It's not your traditional and I, that, I anthology. I think that's what makes it's not like that creep show out, yeah. or body bags or, you know, it's not your traditional anthology where it's bam, 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 and yeah. there's just different stories. And there's an overarching story that connects, like, you know, creep show or mortuary collection or, again, or body bags. Well, no, body bags, just it was just Carpenter narrating it. Yeah. 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 Anyway. You're right, Trick or Treat really did bring that Magnolia crash effect to horror. Yeah. You know, 
where everything overarch, I mean, you know, comes into play. I know we, we already did the thing on Trick or Treat, but yeah. No, actually, we didn't. I thought we had done one. No, we didn't. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, well, no, no. I, I fucking love that movie. We just talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, that, so the, I definitely this m- movie got inspiration from Trick or Treat. You think? Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Well, they did create their own character who, on their own right, Bad Candy is fucking creepy. Eh, yeah, he is creepy. I'll say that. He is creepy. He's not cute and creepy like Sam, so. Sam's cute until he takes his fucking sack off. Yeah. Then he's not cute anymore. Even before he takes his sack off, we forget. He was murdering the fuck out of people throughout that movie. No. Up until the point he took his sack off, he was cute, even murdering people. Yeah. When he took his sack yeah, off, he's, he's not he's, so. He's not really he cute. He had the candy bar with a razor blade. It was pretty cute. So. Yeah, and then like he took, then again, he, his sack came off, and you're like, oh, you're an ugly, you're an ugly motherfucker, yeah, you too. You literally have a pumpkin head. <laughs> yeah, you need to put that sack back on, bro. Like... That sack ain't helping anymore. But you can definitely tell, yeah, the the director of Bad Candy was like, I kind of want my Sam, my kind of centralized character through these different stories. Mm-hmm. So, And that's what you get. And they, they definitely try to sell it with some star power. But before we get to star power, we just need to mention the directing team uh, of Scott B. Hansen and Desiree Connell or Connell. I don't know how to pronounce it. I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. But... Um, the I think the predominant writer was Scott B. Hansen, and then Desiree came in as a co-director. Okay. Um, so that's the writing slash directing team, and then the pretty much the star power of the film, the names that will bring people is you had Zach Galligan, who you Gremlins. know from Hatchet Three, Gremlins, yeah, right, because he did do good in Hatchet Three. He did great, like. He was a sheriff. Yeah. Right. So. Oh, and uh, was it Waxworks? The remake. Yeah, the one from the eighties. Not. Oh yeah, the one on the Waxworks. Yeah, 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 yeah. from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you get fucking Corey Taylor, which anybody that's watched the uh, two parts of Into Darkness so far, he's a. I didn't realize how much of a horror nut he was till. When you he's... realize the newest mask he has, and I believe the last mask he did on the fourth album, prior to this mask, were both made by Tom Savini. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, if no. you go to Tom Savini... But you could not be involved huge horror and know, hey, Tom Savini's the way to go. I mean, why Tom would you Savini's want, literally Why would you want to go to Tom... Yeah, for horror fucking shit. Why yeah. would you... Like, that is not a good example. I'm just saying, I was impressed, especially with part two of In Search of Darkness. Because there lot. are some deep cuts in that, and he, he pulled out well, some part knowledge. two is all about the deep cuts. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's all in that. I was like, all right, man, you're not just kind of generic, generic. You know some shit. So I have a bigger appreciation for him after watching those two documentaries. And I think he I think he actually does really well in this film, for what he is. He plays a DJ called Chili Billy, so the movie centralizes around a radio station. It is uh, Psychotronic. Psychotronic. FM 66.6. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the one thing that dates this movie is a radio station. I don't know, but... <laughs> it, it dates it, but it doesn't because they all have smartphones, so it's weird. Yeah. Right? Like... Maybe if they had a podcast. Tune would, in. You know. like, tune, how do I get my phone to tune in to your radio station? You, yeah. You'd go to the website. I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying no, but maybe, it's, uh, if it's they kind had, of an older concept. Maybe if they live streamed a podcast, that Thank would make you. more sense. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. This, this is a little mishap there, folks. But also, they could have been writing this in 2016, but they did and the podcasts same, weren't. They did the same thing with uh, well, the what Christmas the Christmas one with Shatner. Where he's a radio host, also, you know. Oh, uh, 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 Christmas story. No, Christmas is a Christmas horror story. Christmas horror story. Yeah. Well, also, they did the same thing with Tales of Halloween, where it's got fucking uh, Adrian Barbeau back as basically 
her character from the fog yeah exactly as a radio dj right but the fog came out and there's something about radio and i think when they do that they're appealing to the older fans yeah because at least when i watch it and when i when i watch tales of halloween for the first time god like the year it came out was it 2017 four years ago um there's something about that because you've you really are isolating two people into a business location that are spreading stuff out live at that moment to the rest of the area. That's true. And I think that that I mean I could be wrong, but I feel like that does add to like how even if you're just by yourself in a radio booth, or if you're just you and one other person that's your sound guy in a ra- in, in a radio station, it it kind of you two are celebrating the spooky on your own, but you're also delivering a different you're delivering all this awesome spooky to the masses, but you're locked in this one area delivering spooky pretty yeah. much to each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't I know if I'm thinking I don't know if I'm thinking of that the right way or not. But yeah. like there's something to me about a radio station that will always be spooky. And the fog probably had a lot to do with that. Because <laughs> the fog has one of the best ways of utilizing that when she's literally trying to use the radio station to reach out to somebody save her fucking kid. You know, like, mm-hmm. she's like, hey, anybody listening? You want to go fucking swing by and save my kid from the fog? Like, you know, that's the best use of it. Please that. save my kid. <laughs> if that were to happen now, yeah, yeah. the kid's fucked. Cause... Well, dude, I know tons of people still listen to the radio, though. There's some people that still listen to the radio. That's true. And it was a small town. So. And it was a small town. Yeah. And it, 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 yeah. It's Salem, New Salem. Yeah. New Salem is where this takes place. But yeah, so you've got Zach Gallagher plays the basically the sound guy, the answer to the phone, patch the callers through guy, Paul. And then you've got Corey Taylor who plays the main DJ, and he is uh, Chili Billy. Yeah, of course he is. I wonder <laughs> if that name came from Billy from Creepshow. That's the first thing that came to my head, and I could be overthinking it, but I'm just like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I just think he was going for a generic Remember, name. Just call me Billy. Everybody yeah. does. Because Adrian Mabo was a DJ, and her name was Billy in Creepshow. And I just... I creep show took place during Halloween. It just I overthink things and I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I just <laughs> went too far. We'll with have that. to find out. We somebody need to find out. somebody messaged Someone interview yeah. Corey Taylor. Um Or just at a concert in between songs, just yell. <laughs> it's like Um basically what they do at Halloween or as they call Hell Hollows E Oh Jesus. I can't, I can't yeah. say that shit yeah. straight. Hell Hollows Eve. They basically go through lore miss legends trauma of what has happened in the past throughout the town yeah so that's what turns into an anthology story and that's basically it i mean okay first off i don't want to go in chronological order but we might have to the first story was shit i remember thinking there's something familiar about this first story um we covered um tales from the hood yeah yeah that's yeah. all it is the first story is taking some one of the segments from tales from the hood traumatized child that can you know use her drawings to bring out monsters to abusive stepdad huh but there the, you go but 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 like the, the first monster was a fairy yeah. and then the second monster was this cute weird fucking maybe that's their way of going see it's not the same but like mm. still you know traumatized kid drawing shit that comes alive and fucks up stepdads or people that wronged you I feel like I'd already seen that okay? and and the, this segment gave you Right out the gate, because it's the first segment, a mirror into, well, I mean, sorry, a window into what uh, you can expect effect-wise throughout some of the movie. Because that CGI was bad. Ugh. When she's, like, s- like sucking his soul I out. I think most of this movie, they, I mean, 
some of the creature effects the, no, the, there are good are practical good. effects I think that's where all the money went to yeah. and then they went well shit I guess we'll have to type it in and do everything else because mm. yeah some mm. of the, the the makeup and um, some of the creatures in this looks really fucking good uh, some of the effects uh, very much shit we're out of money what can we do yeah and the other thing that gets brought to light during this segment is that she drew this character that ends up being the main character, which is a, and I will give it for character development and creating a new image of a horror character is pretty creepy. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. But there's this clown and that's actually bad candy. That's the, that's like who the clown, like in the credits, that's the name of the clown is bad candy. And the girl from the first segment draws it because as we said, what she draws comes to life. So, when she draws that character and it comes to life, it's alive the rest of the movie, and it's all taking place on Halloween night. Now, that, so the first one was kind of, I, I could do without that, but the second one was fucking uncomfortable. That's where they, they, they eventually, so there's this giant party for like the uh, late teens, early 20s, into late 20s group of the, of the town, and everyone's, you know, of course, trying to get fucked up, get fucked, basic young shit right yeah uh, i can say it now because i'm 37 <laughs> those kids <laughs> yeah those fucking kids uh but anyway it oh no before her there's a drug dealer that's right is that the bathroom one or my the bathroom one? that one was fucking rad dude but it's it, it yeah but it's not really a that this where some of them are not really stories of just shit happens <laughs> yeah shit quick. happens yeah, i just yeah. say because his story is getting fucking murdered well, like well his story was um because that, that one segment was not that long. Well, it started in the party. Yeah. You follow him all the way. It's not that long, but it is a segment, right? And he's like, this, he's a drug dealer. He goes to this main big party that happens. And the party comes back throughout the rest of the movie. And, you know, then he, like, goes to a convenience store. And there's, like, three hookers. And then he goes in, makes a deal with somebody in the convenience store, buys his beer. But, you know, there's it's basically like a day in the life of this dude before it gets to this fucking disgusting fucking bathroom like oh yeah dude yeah that shit was that was horrible and that's one of those things you can get away Ugh. with it's just like make the bathroom as gross as shit Ugh. in this horror movie and you're like see this is fucked up and you're about to see some more fucked up so there was like shit stains and just grossness and then there was also a glory hole and yeah it was just some sprayers have been in it there it was bad yeah it was bad and how do you do that by the way i'm sorry but in these movies where you have the really gross bathrooms it, f- it seems like this motherfucker would have to get off the toilet and just aim at the fucking wall behind the toilet. Because I'm like, how does shit get that high up? How? No. No. Yeah. Unless you're That's like, a purpose. That's uh, on purpose. Unless like you, you're trying to get in the toilet and it's just an explosion. Unless you wiped your ass and then like you just smeared it on the wall. Yeah, but I'm talking about just like, you know, spackled like yeah. everywhere. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Sit on the toilet. It goes in the water, right? <laughs> God damn it. So that seems really gross and uncomfortable. But there's a tie-in to the killer later on. The next big one is the um, the one chick dressed like as a nurse. That's right. Who's hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. But then she's waiting on a dude. She gets a text, and then the dude says, "Hey, you're fucking creepy and weird. I'm not showing up." And then her boss asks, "Hey, you need to cover for me. You got to come into work." So because she a got told to fuck off basically, yeah. And then her boss asks her to come in. She goes into work. This gets really fucking okay. Yeah, gross. This- this is this is this now, is this is one. like a this cross is the line the line. where it's like this is all right, crossing let's, the line. Let's give you a little shock here, and uh 
you know, I appreciate fucking go for it most of the time, but this one I was just like, this is this segment's kind of unnecessary and I, it's I you gross. Know, you know it's what? I, gross. I, I don't need to see his corpse fucking. Let's well, just say it. Yeah. We don't need to see corpse fucking. We don't see corpse fucking. Like, we're all. I know, you know they say, okay, she's on drugs, she's fucked up. She did take acid. I understand, but man, how much acid are you on where you're like, I mean, I guess that's her thing anyway, but man, I don't. That's. It took me out of it a lot because yeah. it's just like unnecessary. Yeah, I agree. And I think it was also because she was on acid and clearly she was feeling rejected. So, like, yeah. She, I think there was a lot of internal going on that they couldn't show in the movie because it, it didn't project well. <laughs> yeah. But mm. there was some other stuff going on there because that was fucking gross. And I'm saying, that, like, like the, the actress, I forget her name, but like, she, she was fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Not just like yeah, hot. Nice little number like, on too, her yeah. body was on point. Like from like neck down, tits ass, great. But also like her face. She was she was beautiful. Yeah. She was a beautiful woman. She doesn't need to fuck corpses. She doesn't need to fuck corpses. <laughs> she doesn't need to fuck corpses. Like I'm a living man, goddamn. Why are you fucking these corpses? <laughs> I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I'm sorry, folks. I specified that because I don't want to sound like a piece of shit. But it's like no, like from neck down. Yeah, she was stacked. She was smoking as fuck. Like giant tits, juicy hips, fat ass. She was she was hot. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is like there's a lot of chicks that are hot. No, like her the face was beautiful. Like why would you, like sh- from like the top of her head down, she shouldn't like. There's no issue. And like, why is she fucking corpses? And my question was, is this like because of the acid and like oh shit, I'm fucking a corpse. Well, and chugging or, the vodka that probably yeah. <laughs> or is her. this a regular thing and just that, so happens that why she's creepy? Is that why she's creepy? Yeah, because. You, you don't really know if, like, oh, well, it's Tuesday night and I'm at work, so I'm trying to... Rub right. one out on yeah. a corpse? Yeah. It's basically... Because, like, I'm watching this with my wife, and she's like, how does that even work? I'm like, well, I didn't want to say it, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's rubbing it out. Because, like, yeah. there's no way it, the dick's going to go in, so she's just rubbing on the... Well, it depends. I, I don't I don't know. I'm, I, I can't base it off of clerks. I don't know. She fucks a dude that has a heart attack. Well, that dude died looking at porn, so he died with a heart <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. See, see there's, there's yeah. the difference. This dude died. There was no tent pole, so she's just literally rubbing yeah. on a corpse. So my thing is, referencing back, was she having sex with the dude who stood her up, and she got really weird... And then that's why he's, he's saying like, "Hey, you're fucking creepy." Yeah. Is that is that? Because apparently she's comfortable with like having dead dudes grab her tits yeah. and rubbing one out on her. I, I don't know. Don't know. It's just it, I, again. I mean, necrophilia is a thing, dude. It's a thing. It is, but it, it is have, a thing. It doesn't have to be in my movies. Can you know, just say? Like, I, I don't want it. West, it's disgusting. Want? I don't. Yeah. I and we're not being prudes. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Okay. It's disgusting. Ed Gein was a necrophilia. Look what he did. <laughs> like, there's people. That, I mean. <laughs> It's fucking gross. Anyway, so that one was unsettling. And then there's the... And uh, you kind of could pick up on where the payout... I mean, like, what, what's going to happen, which is, oh, there's all these dead bodies. There you go. Thank mm. you. But then she got locked in the freezer. Yeah. Which is fucked. Yeah. Freezing to death. Oh, It's like... That's, one of the, that's why The Shining's so horrific to me. It's like, there's so much horrific shit during the movie, but the ending, and you're, like, basically freeze to death, that's just that horrible. Like, ugh. Um... All right, we're, I'm not gonna go through every story because there's some bad ones, but I think we should. My favorite is the Marine Vets. The which one? The Marine Vets. Is that the vampire? It's where like, so you got the dude who was a Lyft driver, but it's called Free Ride, and he's that's how they interact. That's how they interject the different stories. Remember, he's like picking up different yeah. people from different stories, and he finally gets where he picks up the hooker, goes to a pimp, and then his whole crew shows up, takes out the pimps oh, and yeah, his yeah, crew. Yeah. 
And then you show up and you see other people from the rest of the other movie, and they're all just bad people. Yeah, that's where they are in their uh, undies uh, uh, with, with, the the, with the fucking uh, jack-o'-lanterns over yeah. their head. And like, you got the one buddy is like, just saying, you don't care how your actions affect other people. Yeah. You suck. And like, but their one buddy, because there's four of them, and the one buddy, when they, I guess at some point when they were overseas, got bit by a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I'm assuming is the problem. Or the solution, I guess. Or what happened to him. Yeah. Like, because they set this up every Halloween for him. I just love the, the buckets of, like, all right, and covering in blood, so, like, he's a vampire, I don't think he needs the incentive, but whatever, like, yeah. Well, then you got the one dude just running through town yeah. in his undies, fucking covered <laughs> in blood and jack-o'-lantern head. Like, that was pretty funny. But, yeah, that that that's probably, probably the strongest one, because I was actually, like, into the build-up and the setup and everything like that, like, all right, okay. Yeah, I dug that. I mean, I, I dug that one. I did, um, it, because it was very violent. The only thing that the only thing that kills for me is the creature effects. The practical effects were so hardcore on like the body and the face of the creature. Yeah. The fucking wings were bullshit. Yeah, look like fucking curtains. Okay, I'm sorry. Like I get they're supposed more to be more close-ups on the face, less of the like. Did you see that though? Like, and if the, not, go back and watch it because literally. When he lands the first time, everything's slimy and awesome looking, and then you see the wings close, you're like, that looks like my fucking you mean curtain. the obvious fast-forward CGI landing? I hate when it does that. Because that's a real movie. Put some creepiness in that, not bam, earth-shattering landing. Just Yeah, he's not know. a superhero. He's Exactly, ominous. yeah. It's like, even Jeepers Creepers, as bad as 2 and 3 were, for other reasons besides the director being a piece of shit, when he landed... He was fly, fly, fast, fast, and he yeah. would slow land. Yeah, he de- yeah, they definitely wanted to have this one have the superhero landing. No. It was stupid. No. There's no Black Widow. There's no like, That's what I'm saying, because it would have been cooler for him to kind of sneak attack. There, he's like, I'm here, you're dead. Like, all right, whatever. Some, I mean, that whole kill Arama was pretty sick, though. Yeah. I enjoyed that. No, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The best segment had best kills, had a good uh, actual setup where you're, you're not like, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen here. I actually was like, oh. No, good yeah. setup. Yeah, the next segment that was good was when they tell the story. And, and by the way, in, in between each of these segments, there's a short clip interaction with, yeah. with the DJ and you know, so Chuck, Chili Billy, and Paul, um, kind of taking callers and so on and so forth. It's not they're not long segments, but they're enough to like let you know like they're the ones telling the stories on the on air. Uh, so the next segment that I think was enjoyable was what I call the after party, right? Which is when you have the chick dressed as the SWAT member. And, like, this one dude wants to fuck her in the closet. And then she's like, nah, dude. And then, like, she goes home and you realize she's, like, rich as fuck. Like, she had a... Like, her parents died, but she left her a bunch of money and shit. Yeah, trust fund. And then you realize that the, the, the one of the friends from the first story, the witch girl that had the drawings that yeah. came to life... With the treehouse and shit? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Was... That was his older sister. Yeah. At the end of the segment. But basically, the dude she rejected had already broken into her house with somebody else that was a douche friend. And he, like, terrorizes her through the house... She ends up uh, nail gunning his fucking foot, which was awesome. That shit was funny. It was a good effect. Now I will say, shouldn't stop. As soon as he was, po- <laughs> as soon as he was polarized with the nails going into his foot, right to the dick. Yep. Right to the balls, taint. I don't give a fuck. You got a little time, so pick out different things. Make it a game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, am, am I wrong? No. Like fucking go at he's it. He's trying to rape you. You take out everything. Yeah. That you possibly can. That's how that works. You, you fuck him at that point. No, don't fuck him. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Fuck him. Like, why would you stop at his foot? 
if you fucking hit his, if he hit the right vein going through the fucking ball dick area, like he's just gonna bleed out before he even gets to you. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, like they they I feel like they did a good job of initially making her like a badass, and then they made her a fucking punk. And that pisses me well, off. Well, I think they made I mean, badass enough to stop him, but not enough to torture him. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I was saying, like, I, that's what we, that's what I want in my fucking final girls, man. Like a little, a little because twist. Because we like, get that, like, oh, I got you. You want, you want some fucking, uh, your are next. Ne- yeah, dude. Where she's like, oh, you're fucked up. No, exactly. I'm not, I'm not gonna just, like, stop you. I'm gonna fucking. Exactly. Burn Put a blender on your fucking yep. head. Like, yep. that, I'm, I'm saying, dude, like, because that can happen. Like that is a reality, and we're not still. And I feel like at times we're still not getting that. Yeah, we totally could have had that segment where she just fucks him up, but no, it was bad. Kenny did it. That pissed me off. Like I enjoyed the segment because especially the end when like his head's on top of the slide and there's candy and like guts are falling <laughs> out. You know, like yeah. he basically bad. Candy rips this this douche nozzle apart. So it was it had a satisfying ending. But not what I wanted. Was, was that his head? I, I don't yeah. know because it, it, we had to make he may have to make America great again hat. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I know Remember that. that? The, yeah. The, the, yeah. the prosthetic was. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I want more final girls to just fucking go in. The fucking we're uh, all right. I'm in this. Fuck. You. All right. This is all as a result of Halloween 2018. Cause yeah, like oh dude, yeah, Lori <laughs> and the fucking daughter. Yeah, and the granddaughter realizing like, and the granddaughter realizing, oh shit. Okay, all right, all right. Fuck it. Let's do this. <laughs> like, like, but but that's all. Like that's that that was that, to me. It's the proper evolution of the final girl. We can't have the same shit. We need to see that. These women can set up fucking traps and handle this shit too. Yeah. You know, like, because it can, ha- it, that's a reality. And anyway, I feel like they wasted potential there. I really do. Um, I, like I said, still enjoyed the segment because the end result was still satisfying, but it could have done, it could have been better. And then, really, all the other ones kind of suck. I'm sorry. Like, I, I mean, you've got the lame ending story that ties into and like this burning. Here's the thing I really want to put before we obviously say how we feel about it. Though. It's longer than it should be, and you. Can, I didn't feel that though. I, I did with some of so, some of these segments. I just didn't care. Some about. of the segments, but the overall movie experience, I didn't feel like I was. It was longer than it should be. There's just a, a, lot, a few things you cut out. The vampire one was good. There's a few ones I'm like, I'm patient, I'm good. Other ones I'm just like, uh, this isn't gonna pay off, and it didn't fucking pay off. And then I'm like, and eh, I just wasted my time with this story. Like, See, I dug the creepiness of the bathroom one, even though like you're right, you're right, it wasn't a segment. By the way, you realize that one of the vets was the one dressed as the devil that did the that did the killing to the drug dealer in the rest stop bathroom segment, which yeah. was kind of cool. I just I don't know. I I feel like there was you had some detailed stories, and then you had some that were just filler filler, and I didn't care about the filler ones. And even some of the detail ones I thought were weak as shit. There's only six. What are you talking about? That's still six. That's six on top of in-betweens on everything. No, that that's one of the six. Right. It's counted as one of the six is the in-betweens and the... Because the ba- the, the end result is the, a ghost story, which why, I, I was watching this and I'm like, why would they save these ghost hunters, like their story for the last... That's like the... That's weak. And then they go into this house... And because apparently this house had, uh, I don't know, a kid who set it on fire and, he, you know, and blah, blah, blah. They never found him or whatever the fuck. The, the legend of all that yeah. shit, yeah. But anyway, they go through the 
story of the peop- of the ghost hunters, and then it come to find out that the kid who set the fire was Paul, who works at the radio station, and Bad Candy got sent after him, and then the radio station gets set on fire, and then Chili Billy realizes, oh, Paul, Paul, oh, shit, and then, yeah, he <laughs> finds Paul on fire, and then the fucking Bad Candy is chasing him, and then he runs outside, and then Bad Candy comes out, and at the same time, the chick who drew Bad Candy from the first segment rips the fucking picture, and then he goes away. Yeah. It's, the ending was bullshit. I'm sorry. The ending was bullshit. It's almost like, we. all right, well, we gotta... We gotta try to tie it in. And this is where I've seen a better anthology movie recently that we've covered, Mortuary Collection, where you get to the very end... Well, the ending was a sweet spot. the payoff is yes. fucking... So not only do you have really awesome stories... Payoff of the overarching story is like the storyteller. Oh, she's about to eat some kids. The storyteller and the witness of it get involved, and the end result in Mortuary Collection is is good. Where this one is like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. It All was, right. It was not. Yeah. Ooh, it was Paul. Like I just didn't like whatever. Yeah. I just I don't know. There's just there's a few high points in this, but I'll just say for myself, I don't know if I'll ever really watch this again. So. I'll probably watch it again. Um, okay, I'll wa- I'll probably watch it again as in fast forwarding to a, the couple that I actually liked and go from there. So yeah, I I will give it. I can't. It's hard for me to say. Like I remember enjoying a big portion of the movie. I did have problems with other chunks of it. Oh, and by the way, we never talked about it. The fucking stepdad randomly hit this fucking dude at the he beginning went, yeah. and nothing came from that. Nothing came from what that. What the fuck I was thought that? that was, oh, this is just gonna act back. Did, you know what? The dude that got randomly murdered by the step that, who's drinking and playing messing with his radio station and kills the fucking never comes back to it. Never. Murders the shit out of somebody yes. and not a single person mentions this dead dude at the beginning of the movie. Yep, nothing. Like, he doesn't come back what as the a, fuck a fucking that? zombie and kill somebody. What the fuck There's was nothing, that? Nothing. It was ridiculous. Yeah, just pretty nice like man- manslaughter right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I will say that it skirts through the chopping block. Barely. Wow. All right. Like, barely. Because even though the three that I mentioned, even though it's uncomfortable, the mortician scene was fucked up. It was fucked up. Yeah. That doesn't mean it wasn't a good scene. But it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't like, I'm not going to pull people and go, dude, you need to see this fucking segment. Because I don't need to show that to I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's people in the world that are like, hey, you need to watch this section. She got big titties and she's riding a corpse. Like, yeah, That's, yeah. yeah, okay. I'm sure. It's feeding into, you know. I just, for me. the Marine Vets. I, I love. The after party. So 50% of the movie I enjoyed. I just, for me, I, I'm such a big fan of anthologies. And man, I could, I could just go through a list of. Of ten that I would I'd put ahead of this. I want to hear. So, oh, I want to hear. Oh, folks, I'm gonna put them on the spot. We got, <laughs> we got a little bit of time left. Ten. Name ten. Creep show. Creep show two. Mortuary collection. Trick or treat. Tales from the hood. God damn. That's five. That's oh, five, motherfucker. I'll, I'll fucking pull some fucking more. Fucking five. Um, Tales from the dark side. Mm. Really? You have not talked highly of that movie. Tales from the dark side. Yeah. Dude, I we'll get into that. Well, right, we need to cover that because the demon, the demon one where he's fucking a demon, and oh, she's yeah, like, "You yeah. said something." That's fucking awesome, yeah. right? All right, all right. Um, so that's six. six. Yeah, four more. Motherfucker, you man. You said ten, motherfucker. No, you said fucking ten. I'm calling you on this shit. Come on, keep going. All right. Um, anthology. I can edit the shit out so I don't feel so bad about this. Um, VHS. I'll put VHS above it. One and two. Uh, oh God. Oh. Yeah. Over oh. this. Over this. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. 
Um, what I got left? I'm saying you don't like body bags. This the body bags of this are pretty close. I will say that. All right, you got Mark Hamill like killing people in body bags. Come on, man. Yeah, but the Stacey Keach one is so fucking stupid. Oh, with I the fucking, fucking hair. hate that. I fucking hate that segment so much. So with the, with the fucking hair. Yeah, you know what? Come on, okay, dude. You know what? Just because of that, the okay, this one outranks that. All right. Fuck no. Yeah, the body bags one. That segment is fucking stupid. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, you're forgetting one huge one that we've talked about, but I'm not going to give you a hint because apparently it's not a big deal to you. And it's been on my mind from I thought you would mention that in the first like five. First five, fuck yeah. man. Yeah. Ooh. I thought I covered it with Creep Show, Creep Show too. Goddamn it. Yeah. Tales of Halloween. Oh fuck yeah, Tales yeah. of Halloween definitely. Dumbass. Definitely. Even though again, there are some pretty. There's a lot more. Sh- there's a lot more in that though. There's a lot. There's like what? There's like fifteen in that yeah, movie. Yeah, there's fifteen and. Yeah. Yeah, not, more. there are some misses 10. in that. But in 15, there's 15 of them. I, that's what I'm saying. So. so, all right, one more. You said 10, motherfucker. Fuck, all right. Run your fucking mouth. Oh, yeah, let's go. I know, I know, I know. Shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right, I'll just throw it out there. Tales from the Crypt. OG one. Bef- before the show came out. Fucking Joan Collins. Stuff like that. I would... That's, Wait, that was a movie? That's a movie. Yeah. Before and Demon be, yeah, this is before the show, and it literally has some of the segments you have on the show in the movie. Really? I put that over it. I've never seen oh, that. Oh, man. You got to check that shit out. I've never seen that. Yeah, and I don't that. know if you could find that. You can find it. Where? Probably, like, Tubi or one of those random-ass ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But Fair enough. Now, that's... I haven't seen it in a very, very long time, and I saw that as a kid, so maybe it wouldn't hold up. Mm-hmm. But I would put that over there. Okay. And I'll be honest, I might just be struggling and wanted to think of another anthology one. I'm pretty sure you were struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Put that and the listeners probably realize, like, yeah, I get it. You put them on the spot. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, I should have said five. Fuck you. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> but I just don't think I really need to watch this again. So for me, it doesn't pass. Fair enough. Yeah. The acting is so up and down. There's some I I wanted to, I, it was terrible. The acting was atrocious in scenes, and some of it was really fucking good. Like, mm. like I I know they're kid actors, but man, they were stumbling that first segment. They yeah. were stumbling over there, like that's not how kids talk. Yeah, and it was small no. things like that. Well, it's like, and it's I, like and I no, give, it's I like give the it's, it's like the they, independent movie thing. It was like they wanted to incorporate Monster Squad. Yeah, in that but, trio but scene with bad actors. Well, also, I mean, if you go back and watch Monster Squad, the dialogue's not great for those kids. So it's almost like they're like, hey, they got away with it. So cool. Yeah. Like, all right. So it doesn't pass for if you want her. It barely, and I, and I do mean that, it barely passes me where I probably will rewatch it. But you at wouldn't some own point. it. Well, I do own it. Technically. Okay, yeah. Technically. So. <laughs> um, hey, yeah. But I'm just saying. I, 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 yeah. Is it going to be one of those that you own it and it's never, ever going to be watched again? And you said you might watch it. All right, so I feel like next year I will probably watch it again and then see how that how that goes if it drops. And we can give updates next year too, just by like like hey, um, rewatch this. Yeah, <laughs> didn't pass. So um, let us know what you think about Bad Candy. Uh, it hit VOD uh, back at the end of September. Um, it is now it has been for sale on Blu-ray this whole month. So let us know what you think. We're all open for new Halloween horror movies because yeah. we need more of those on Halloween. And um, always remember, check us out, GIPodcast.com. 
all the shows on the network. You can go to our Amazon link, shop through Amazon like normal. Fucking, we get a little kickback from that. All you gotta do is click through our link. It's awesome. Uh, also, T Public, all the shows on the network have designs. Some have two or three. There's some nonsense designs up there too. There's also <laughs> our spooky designs that got brought back. Definitely check that. There's a couple new spooky designs. Definitely check that shit out too before they go away. And as always, hit us up at lowdownbrown.guigma.com. Let us know what you think about the film if you decide to watch it after you've heard this. If you didn't even know the fucking movie existed or was coming out, because it was kind of low key for. Low key know, for generalized, but I think some yeah. of the horror community knew about it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So let us know what you think about it. And until we talk to you again, embrace the man. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here. That's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.